If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. We still have two left. And listen, not now, not now. 30 minutes from now, it begins. All right? It's Thursday. It's been a long week. It's time for us all... To unburden ourselves. And here's how we're going to do this. You're going to call in. Not for not yet, not yet, not yet. Half hour from now, you're going to call in. And you're going to unload. You can use a fake name if you would like. A pet peeve about your spouse. Girlfriend, boyfriend. And again, I want to be clear. This is lighthearted. Please don't call in and tell me your husband smells and you're leaving him tomorrow. Please, nothing like that. This is supposed to be fun. Uh, like, it's, uh, hey, she, he snores or something like that. Now, that's fine. She can't cook, but she thinks she can. That's fine. Please don't bring us all down here. But that's going to be a half hour from now. And if you want to talk about politics, something fast, that's fine. Half hour from now. But let's get to a couple emails first. I mean, tomorrow is ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Might as well clear some of these out. Oh, part-time radio host. That's not nice. You are always expounding on your above-average height. What are your sons looking at? Also, can you do a fellow Army Infantry grunt a favor and let the bar eat? Uh, Yes, I can. My boys are going to be enormous. Uh, My oldest, I think, will be even bigger than my youngest, but my youngest is going to be... I would. I, I think he's on track for six four, six five. My oldest might pass me. I'm six eight. 
He's 14 years old. I measured him last night because he's already, he's 14 and already starting to think he's hot snot, especially because we're teaching him how to do, we've always raised him to be very, very independent. And now we're doing that even more. They're digging into more and more things. You know, he's making this dinner one night and stuff like that. We're making him do more and more stuff like that. So now he really thinks he's hot stuff. So I have to go measure him a bunch now. He's 5'11". At 14, oh yeah, Chris. And he's got these big hands and big feet. He's just he's just long. Chris, I don't want to talk about it. Chris said basketball star. Listen, <clears throat> here's the deal, all right? I made it, uh, a deal with myself a long time ago that I was never going to be that father who shoved my kids into sports they didn't want to play. Okay? No, I was never going to be that father. I didn't want that. I wanted them to play sports. I think sports are incredibly healthy for kids, and especially in this day and age where they get to interact more with people and physical exercise and the competition, right? Go win. Go be number one. I'm always trying to get the – I like to win at everything. I don't, I don't like to lose. I just freaking hate it. Anyway, so as I'm a red-blooded American, I wanted my sons to play what? What did I want? What did I want as a dad? Football. Basketball, baseball, that's what I wanted, what I wanted. And my oldest son, uh, he is extremely athletic. I mean, balance, coordination, he's fast, he's strong, he's just, uh, we were out there, uh, I was messing around with the baseball in the yard one day with my youngest trying to teach him how to throw and catch, and boy, let me tell you what, that didn't go well, but either way, the oldest Came out, he was doing Legos. He lived and die, lives and dies for drawing and Legos and things like that. My oldest, James, comes out. He was 13 at the time, 13 years old. And I looked, I said, hey, James, catch. He didn't have baseball glove, nothing. It's real baseball. I chuck a baseball at him. Whap! He one-handed at 13. Snatches it out, and I threw it decently hard. Snatches it out, and then rockets it right back at me. I, I practically got on my knees right there in the yard and said, please, please play baseball can you just like try out and play baseball no dad i'm gonna go play legos i don't like baseball and he goes back inside so look he's a runner he does cross country and track so i can't complain he's busy and my youngest is a fish he's a, a swimmer and he's a fish so i'm not complaining they're in sports just not none of the cool sports anyway let's get to let's get to what chris i need some more emails i just got this jesse machine gun kelly I wanted to thank you for saying what we've all been thinking, but have been too afraid to say. There are too many beep Kleenexes in the box. I've been cussing at the box every time I open a new one for years now. It's about time someone stood up to big tissue. The propaganda has been extensive and the disinformation has been overwhelming. No more. We must all now stand together and do our part to change this wretched practice. This is the fight of our time and it starts today. She says, stay symmetrical out there. Her name is Heather. Look, I want my life to mean something. I want your life to mean something. We all want meaning. We want a cause. We've talked before about me, Chris, Michael. That's part of why we love the job. We feel like we're helping someone. Anytime we get an email, man, you make my day better. My, I drive to school with you. I'm struggling with addiction, and it helps. I'm in prison. We have a bunch of guys in prison who listen, and it helps us get through. That blesses us. But I don't know that we will ever take on a more important cause than these Kleenex companies that put too many tissues in the box. We've all had it, tissue companies. We've all had it. We're on to the game now, all right? You feel like 
you're trying to you're you're try, we know what you're trying to do. You're trying to fool us into thinking you're giving us more for our money. So you stuff two or three extra tissues in there every time and we can't get the tissues out. And so the first two or three tissues, instead of providing something that will allow me to blow my nose, what you're doing is you're providing me with frustration. Yeah, that's what that's all you're doing. And speaking of frustration, I tell you what I did today. Oh, we'll get back to the FBI stuff in a second, but I'm I'm going off on a tangent here since it's my show and I do that sometimes. So I have this glass. It's not made of glass, it's a plastic it's a plastic glass, a plastic cup in our house. It is huge. And I, you know, a normal glass is what, 12 ounces? This has to be at least 24. It's gigantic. And the, it, I'm the only one who uses it because my hands are big enough that I fit around the cup and carry it around. And I drink water all day long. And I like having a big glass of ice water with me all day long. I used to have a set of these cups, but my son's still coming out. Either way, there's now only one cup left. But it holds a lot of water. A lot of water. Today, set the cup by the bed, having just filled it up, getting ready for work. And I noticed my pillow, my MyPillow 2.0 is a little bunched up. So I reach over to the MyPillow, poop, poop, poop. I fluff it. And then I don't know. I don't know how I could forget it was there. I had just set it down. I turn back of the hand, boop, cup gets knocked over. It. It was 10 gallons of water all over the floor today. And, oh, no, it's worse. Chris said was the wife of bed. No, 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 it's way worse. It didn't. It wasn't on the bed. It was on the floor. But it was too much for paper towels to clean up because it would have taken two or three. It would have taken $20 worth of paper towels. So I ran and got a, a, an old junky towel, like a, a towel you dry off with, because everybody who's married, every dude who's married knows you have 10,000 towels even though you only use two. Anyway, I go grab one. And I'm mopping up all this water today in the house. And the wife wasn't even home at the time. So I'm thinking, man, if she gets home right now, she's going to give me so much crap for, for spilling the water. She's going to think that's funny and she'll be making fun of me, which is not very nice. So I just take the towel and I run right into the laundry room and I throw it in the washing machine. She comes home, immediately grabs a basket of laundry to go do laundry and discovers the towel soaking wet. I know, Chris. I know. Laughing, laughing. Hey, what happened to the towel, Jess? Have another little spill? Disrespectful. You know what else is disrespectful? The FBI. FBI informant was embedded in a January 6th defense team. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details of this, but this intelligence organization, it's no longer a law enforcement organization, this intelligence organization cannot continue to exist. It, it cannot. Get how out of control they've been. So these January 6th political prisoners, still awaiting their trial. Oh, I don't know, two years later, still awaiting their trial. Many of them on way blown up charges, even the ones that are legit charges. You shouldn't wait around for two freaking years in this country. Anyway, waiting around. Well, the defense, meaning their lawyer. Okay, so I'm on trial. My lawyer has a witness he's getting ready to call. Now, obviously, the defense is going to call witnesses who are going to be, if not on my side, they're going to be up there testifying on things that I want them to testify, right? Yeah, one of the witnesses they were getting ready to call, turns, <clears throat> excuse me, it turns out he was an FBI informant. And not only was he 
work so he's essentially working with the prosecution against the defense and he was on the defense team but it's actually more than that he participated this defendant or she i believe it was a she even participated in prayer meetings with one of the defendant's family members the fbi infiltrated somebody's prayer meeting and was exchanging text messages trying to get members of the defense team fired. You know how out of control this organization has become? It has become something that is way beyond anything that can be reined in by anyone other than Congress. Congress has to stop writing that check now. Probably don't have the guts for it. Probably don't have enough chalk. That's what they don't. They don't have enough chalk in Congress to do what needs to be done. That's really the problem facing the nation. There's not enough testosterone in this nation to do what needs to be done. God bless the anti-communists at chalk who are doing that. They're providing that testosterone. And by the way, meatheads, I got an email the other day where someone said, hey, I thought all the chalk boys would be these hardcore anti-communist bros at chalk but I called and got some dime on the phone, and she helped me out, and she was lovely. Can we not hit on the chalk ladies that answer the phone, please? Yes, they're lovely. Yes, they're dimes over there. Just get your male vitality stack and back off, fellas. <laughs> There's also female vitality stack for the ladies. C-H-O-Q.com, promo code JESSE, all right? That's 35% off subscriptions. All natural. Chalk.com promo code Jesse. Hang on. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. And now you can call because we'll start taking those calls about 10 minutes from now. Here's the deal. I know we don't hardly ever take calls on the show, so I got to remind everybody there are some rules here on the Jesse Kelly Show. I am rude. Because of that, we have different rules than other shows. I don't want to hear you small talk. Nobody, no one in the country wants to hear you small talk. And now I've decided I'm going to start cracking down again because you've gotten lax. And because I've gotten lax, you've gotten lax. So if I get a Jesse, how you doing? Or something like that, I'm just hanging up the phone and we're moving on to the next one. Just get to the point. When I say your name and location, get to the point. What is the point of tonight's call? The main theme of tonight's call is it's amnesty night. If you have a pet peeve about your spouse, or girlfriend, boyfriend, now's the time to unload it. If you need to use a fake name, that's fine. They snore too loud. Maybe she puts too much pepper in the spaghetti. Whatever it is, 877-377-4373. And if you want to bring up something real quick politically afterwards, that's just fine. I'll start taking those about 10 minutes from now. 877-377-4373. Also remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I uh, forgot that Dome spoke today. It is Women's History Month, and man, she just... It's so eloquent. So during Women's History Month, we celebrate and we honor the women who made history throughout history, (laughs) who saw what could be unburdened by what had been. (laughs) 
can't take it anymore. Alvin Bragg is struggling to convince grand jury to charge Trump. This is one of those things where Trump really got him with this one. Trump got word of this impending indictment. And so he puts the word out there and kicks up a massive storm about this whole thing. Well, now everyone knows, everyone in the country can see it's just a political persecution. And now there's a letter out there that makes it look like the persecution or prosecution, but I call it persecution, is all bogus. It's completely bogus. So now Bragg is finding himself in a pickle. He has to have this go through. He needs to indict Trump. He ran on it. I actually forgot to play the video or the audio. We had it the other night from one of Alvin Bragg's campaign ads. He ran on arresting Trump. He's promised the other side he's going to arrest Trump. They're banking on him arresting Trump. But there's nothing there. He needs other committed communists to commit with him to arresting Trump. But now it's gotten so far out of hand and it's gotten so beneficial for Trump that he's having a hard time. Trump's been using it to raise money. Trump's raised one and a half million dollars in the past few days off of this. They're sending out emails every night. Like I told you, Team Trump loves this. It's the greatest thing in the world that could have happened to him. Team Trump raises 1.5 million as indictment looms. That's right there from the Washington Times. Bragg needs this to go through. There's a chance by Trump raising a big old fatty stink over the whole thing, there's a chance that he torpedoed it for him. Why? Because again, 2018 letter shows Michael Cohen lying to the feds about Stormy Daniels' payment. That's in the New York Post. It's in black and white. There's just nothing there. So that's kind of hilarious. It is always funny to watch these people get humiliated. And we need, look, we really need levity at a time like this, especially when the chairman of the Joint Chiefs says the military can't recruit because of COVID. What, what has changed culturally to make it so we're not re- meeting our recruiting goals? And how do we address that? <clears throat> Thanks for the question. The, um, uh, for the recruiting piece, though, we are in a difficult uh, recruiting period. There's no question about it. I think uh, for sure uh, COVID plays a role in that. Um, we know that only uh, in terms of the demographics of our society, only about 23% of America's youth between 17 and 25 even qualified to get into the military. And of them, only 9% uh, show a propensity to serve. Hmm. Why don't they want to serve, General? Why don't, why don't they want to serve? Are, are, you, are you actually starting to feel the effects of alienating all the young men and the people whose values have defended this nation and fought for this nation for a century? Of course they don't want to serve. You know what hits me the hardest, and this is it really does, it hits me really hard, is every generation I can think of, they were encouraging their children to serve. I realize there was some of that not going on during Vietnam for obvious reasons, but guys who served generally tell their kids, no, go serve, go do it, go, go, go do it. I will tell you I hang with and speak with tons of veterans. I can't think of a single one encouraging his child to go in, many of them encouraging them not to go in. The problem with that is, I'm not blaming them, by the way, at all. I'm telling my kids not to go in. But the problem with that is those are the people who win your wars for you. you know, dad dad fought in Vietnam. Dad was in this. I'm going to make my dad proud. Hey, nations have accomplished a lot by sons trying to make their dads proud of them. Those guys aren't joining. Not at all. 
That's a problem. All right. Let's at least take care of the ones who did, right? Or at least take care of their families because they can't anymore, the ones who didn't come home. These veterans who are injured catastrophically, and your legs aren't going to grow back, they have a different quality of life now forever because of their service to their nation. Don't, don't you think we should take care of those guys? I love Tunnel to Towers because they take care of those guys. I love them. They they take care of the widows and orphans. They pay off the mortgages for their homes. For the veterans that are injured, they build them smart homes so veterans can have some quality of life, cook their own food, get stuff out of the cupboards, shower, things that you do all day but don't think of, he doesn't get to do anymore. And he's got a life to live. Let's help Tunnel to Towers help them, huh? T, the number two, T.org. 11 bucks. That's what they asked for. $11 a month. T2T.org. All right. All right. It's Amnesty Night. Time to get it off your chest. 877 377 4373. What's a pet peeve you have with your spouse or significant other? Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. On air and online at jessekellyshow.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. <laughs> I still I still can't get over how horribly crappy our FBI is. I'll get to these calls in just a second. Again, as I promised, you remember before the election, before the midterm election, I, I said... All this FBI malfeasance, I'm dumping on on the FBI now and dumping on Democrats now. But the FBI malfeasance that comes after the GOP takes back the House is officially on the GOP. Why is the FBI not afraid? Did the FBI have undercover agents or paid informants or assets among the mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th? Well, as I'm sure you can appreciate, Brett, I can't really appropriately talk about when, where, and how we use confidential informants. Is it classified? Well, we have information that is uh, about any number of topics that is law enforcement sensitive, uh, but you should not read into my inability to answer a question because of my obligations as that is a clue or a hint in any way about how accurate your readers um tweet is yeah january 6th was a fed up they instigated the whole daggone thing i'll always believe that and then they busted those poor guys and threw them in a hole for years now years we have political prisoners here anyway on that note pet peeves with your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, don't care. Remember, lighthearted. And if you want to talk politics very quickly, that's fine. But just remember, always, always, always get to the point quickly. Matt, Colorado, go. Hey, Jesse, I can sum up 90% of the calls from guys. It's going to be some type of passive-aggressive BS from their partner. So that's 90% of women. So You know what the wife does to me, Matt? You know what the wife does to me? This is what she does. She's, boy, I, I bet you it's a thousand times since we've been married that I've been, that I've heard this from her. You see, I can't dress myself. I have no sense of fashion whatsoever. And it's one of those skills that I kind of wish I had. Well, I'll see a dude, one of my buddies, uh, my best friend, Luis, he's just super snazzy dresser. He always has some snazzy shirt on and snazzy pants. And he's always, always decked out. He always looks. And every time I see him, I think, wow, that looks really good. I should start dressing like that. But I don't know how to do it. I can't pick out my own clothes. If that's why you see me in jeans and a cowboy boot, in cowboy boots, in a suit jacket all the time. And that's so basic. So it's all I know how to do. I can do. I can do that. Otherwise, I look like a dirt ball. And she has tried over and over and over again to try to get me to dress better, as if I'm not trying. Okay, I'm trying. I'm. I. You know what I am? I'm that little three-legged dog, and I'm trying to run. All right, I'm trying to run, but tripod can't run. He can't. He doesn't have the skills. I don't have the skills to dress myself. So you know what I get from the wife all the time? Whenever. We got, we're got, we going out on a date tomorrow. You know what I'm going to get from her? I guarantee it. Is that what you're going to wear? That's what I get, Chris. 
It's, is that where you, are you planning on wearing that? And automatically, as soon as I hear it, I don't even respond. I just walk right back to the closet and I just stand there and I'll just, I won't even move now. Now I'll just stand there in the closet and she knows that she eventually has to come in and pick out what it's going to be. Cause I'm not going round two. Cause the second time I come out, the answer to that question is yes. You've got one change out of me. I'm not Superman. I can't change every other minute. One change. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. Chuck Spokane, go. My girlfriend sits in a chair and grabs the back of her hair and pulls it forward and tickles her nose and then chews on it, tickles her nose and puts it back and then grabs another strand over and over and over. And I noticed her hair is always the same length, and I think she's actually cutting her own hair with her teeth. <laughs> have you have you asked her? I didn't. You, I've never mentioned this to anybody. I thought I'd tell everybody in the nation all at once. <laughs> well, now the country knows. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. Okay, <laughs> Megan, Pennsylvania, go. Happily married for 25 years, and my two pet peeves are that my husband turns on the lights everywhere he goes through the house and never turns the light off. And the <laughs> second one is that he dries off in the shower with the water running because he wants it to stay warm and steamy while he's drying off. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense at all. You know, I do exactly the opposite with the lights, and everyone's mad at me. The kids are mad at me. The wife is mad at me. I just go around turning them off. I know the, I look, I see the electricity bill, woman. Money doesn't grow on trees. So I'll just start just hammering them off. And now it's, it's gotten to the point where I'll do it with people in the room and I'm not thinking about it. I walk up and the lights on and I just boop, turn it off and someone will be, what? Seriously? And I'll look and they're reading a magazine or something like that. Speaking of magazine. You know how I've told you before? By the way, we'll get back to these in a second. 877-377-4373. I have two different things. One, we have breaking news. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Senator Cucumber, also known as John Fetterman, you know, he's been hospitalized with depression we just got word that he will be out soon. So I think I speak for everyone in the Jesse Kelly Show family when I say <laughs> excited to have him back in the Senate knocking out legislation for all of us. So that's a good thing. That's one, two, before I get back to these pet peeve calls. The wife had surgery, right? So here's the problem. She's one of these busybody types that never stops moving ever. Well, when she had surgery, she has to, she has to rest. She has to rest. So she's bored to tears. She, she can't can't take it anymore. I decide last night I'm going to stop at the grocery store and I'm going to pick up some chips and some queso. But while I'm there, I decided let me get her something to do. I'm at the checkout aisle. I look to my right and I see the 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 slow cooker. I see the slow cooker recipe magazine. So it's got all these recipes in it for slow cooker meals. I thought, wow, she would enjoy that. That would be nice for her to get to pick up some new recipes. You should have seen how grateful she was when I brought her that. For some reason, she didn't think that was as nice and romantic as I did. Sorry for trying to help. Gosh. Brody, Atlanta, pet peeve, go. Hey, Hefe. So my woman is awesome. She is an incredible cook. 
but I swear to God, she has narcolepsy. She can sit down on the couch, and in five seconds, she will be passed out. And I even got her a female vitality stack trying to cure it. <laughs> hadn't, hadn't worked yet. <laughs> Stay on it. Keep her taking it, Brody. That's hilarious. You know, that might actually be a blessing. That might be a real blessing. Then you then you always get credit. Remember, it's all about credits and debits. Then you get credit. Hey, honey, let's sit down. I want to spend time with you. And then, boom, she knocks out. World War II documentary going on the TV. Let's turn off this lame crap, and she can sleep through it while you're learning about Stalin. Phil in Colorado, go. All right. They all want me to go shopping, and for clothes is the worst. I will wear a pair of underwear until they're like Swiss cheese to avoid going to the store. But the last one wanted me to go to Dee Dee's Discounts and kind of, you know, it's like a Ross or a TJ Maxx or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go. We got into a tiff. Tell you what, three days later, that was it. Couldn't do it. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three i'm glad we are unburdening ourselves tonight let's get these pet peeves out in the open one guy's girlfriend's picking her nose with her hair now she knows it's got to stop what chris then she's cutting it it's fine (laughs) hey you know what i've got i got a pet peeve people who don't take care of their dog that's my pet peeve now i know you love your dog i know you take care of your dog we love our puppies but we really don't give them the nutrition they need. They don't get it. I never knew this. To be honest, I never realized this. All my dogs would eventually develop problems. We always had, well, we had Airedales when I was a kid, and then we had Yellow Labs and Chocolate Labs, and now we've got Fred the Golden Doodle, which who's not a designer dog, but the dogs, they always get these hip problems. They're always getting hip problems. Always Their eyes are going to crap. They're, they have digestive problems, always puking something up. Oh, I love Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not only all natural, it's giving my dog nutrition he's never had. I wish I could go back in time and give Rough Greens to all my dogs, but I can't. I am giving Rough Greens every day to Fred. I will say that I was called out by email. Somebody said, uh, why are you feeding Fred? Is Rough Greens too complicated for minors to manage? Uh, her name is Shelly. Shelly, I am a fat liar. I actually don't feed Fred. The kids feed Fred, but they put rough greens on his food. So when I say I, I mean more we. <laughs> Either way, free jumpstart trial bag. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse. All right? Now, American IQs are dropping. They say it's not a bad thing. And your pet peeve calls. Hang on. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and it also occurs to me that I haven't reminded you in a while that tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in right now, because all three hours are about you tomorrow. Ask me anything. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We'll get back to these pet peeve calls in a second, because they're freaking hilarious. But I go back to something uh, that we've talked about before on the show. People wonder now, a lot of people wonder now, why are kids, this next generation, why are they so listless and demoralized and unmotivated? Uniquely so, and I'm not dumping on them. It's not their fault, remember? It's, it's You can't ever blame it on the kids. They just got here. Why is this a problem? You have kids out there now, they don't want to drive. 
It's crazy to me. We wanted, we were dying to drive him before we got a car. We wanted a bicycle. Why? Because it's the next best thing. You're on, you're on your own. You're free. You're at, why? What's happening? Well, what's happened is we've allowed this cultural Marxist filth to infiltrate every part of our society. And so what they're teaching kids today, every part of our society, you know what it teaches kids today? That there is no such thing as achievement. There is no great. There's no bad. Everything is just kind of there. That's that's part because remember, equality is a myth. Equity is obviously a myth. Equality is a myth too. But we're telling kids, no, no, he's not better than you. She's not better than you. He's not better at uh, a basketball than you are. She's not a better student than you are. She's not this. She's not that. Did we have a Victoria's Secret here in the mall? And you know how you used to shield your kids' eyes when you walk by Victoria's Secret because you didn't want your boys to grow up too fast. I can take my kids into place now because half the chicks on there look like they ate the old Victoria's Secret models. We don't even have hot models anymore now. We have nothing because there is no nothing. There's no pretty. There's no ugly. There's no good. There's no bad. There's no smart. There's no smart. There's no, there's no nothing. This headline just sums it up perfectly. American IQs are dropping. It's not necessarily a bad thing. These people really do... They want to bring everyone down to the lowest level. The lowest level of what? The lowest level of everything. There's actually a term out there now that these people, I'm talking college professors at the elite level, there's a term they use now. This is real. You're going to, you're going to laugh and, th- and roll your eyes. Go look it up. Ableism. I'm not making that up. What is ableism? Well, if you're able to do something, if I'm able to, well, I'm 6'8", if I'm able to reach the top shelf in the grocery store and you not, well, that's not something I should do because you're not able to do it and I am. And it might make you feel bad. This is a reality of it. And we've saturated these kids with this. And we now we teach them there's nothing to achieve. There's no nothing. You're just a, just meant to just wander through the ether. Kids, ignore that crap. You go, you go achieve. You go dominate this society. Go dominate everything. Go be number one. Win. You know what's better than just being listless and nothing matters? Winning. I love winning. Winning's the best. It's my favorite thing in the world. I love it. All right. Well, maybe not my favorite thing in the world, but it's, it's up there with Red Lobster. I'll put it, I'll put it to you that way. What, Chris? It's up there. You're just jealous because you can't eat Red Lobster, Chris. Everyone knows by now. Karen, Ohio. Pet peeve, what is it? Yes, I'm actually sharing one of my husband's pet peeves about me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My husband is a big, mighty oak of a man, and because of that, he's laid back, steady, because he doesn't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. I'm a little more driven, uh, a little fiery, and uh, we are driving down the road one day, and I tend to be a more aggressive driver than he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're coming up to the turn. I'm approaching it faster than what he's comfortable with. So he's going, uh, turn here. Turn here. Tur- tur- turn right here. Turn right here. So I take the turn with a little bit of attitude <laughs> and then pull out. <laughs> and I, so I look at him and go, actually, it was turn left here. <laughs> and he just looks at me very calmly and says, I never love you more than when you correct me. (laughs) Uh, You guys sound like you get along well. Joel, Colorado, go. 
Yeah. <clears throat> My wife never puts anything back where it belongs. <laughs> I'm always having to call her cell phone so she can find her cell phone. <laughs> she takes everything out of the refri- takes anything out of the refrigerator. She always puts it back on the top shelf. She couldn't find her cell phone one time, and I kept calling it and calling it, couldn't find it. And I'm looking everywhere, and as a practical joke, I decided to check the freezer, and sure enough, there was her phone. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've got the flip side of that in my house. The wife is one of these organizational freaks. So if you leave something out on the counter, especially if someone's coming over, if you leave something out, if I come home and I, if I take off my gun, if I take off my Glock, which I sometimes do when I walk in the house right away, and I'll set it down right where I walk in the house, sometimes I'll come back in an hour or two, the Glock's not there anymore. And then I, it, God forbid she's already gone to bed, now I'm trying to hunt through the house for a gun. These are the problems we face. Look, eventually I'll find my gun, and then I'll go lay down, on my my pillow 2.0 beside her and I'll rest peacefully. Now it's not because I'm not agitated about having to find the gun, it's because my pillow 2.0 has temperature regulating thread. Did I tell you what happened to me yesterday here in the studio? Remember I told you the air conditioning and everything's been broken? So it's fr- it's been frigid in here and we've been cranking up the heat trying to make it not 50 degrees in the office, but it's never worked. Well, I end up knocking out for a little 20-minute nap at the studio because everyone knows I'm a top-five napper on the planet. Not that I would brag about that, but I just happen to be one of the best nappers on Earth. I knock out for 20 minutes. During that 20 minutes, boom, everything starts functioning again, and I wake up, and I'm just miserably hot. But guess what wasn't sweating? My head, because my pillow 2.0 has temperature-regulating thread now. How about that? Oh, and did I mention this? The slippers are currently $120 off. $120 off the all-season slippers right now. There you go. I just did your Christmas shopping for you in March. Go get yourself some slippers. These are going to sell out fast every time they do one of these gigantic sales on them. The slippers are $25 now. They're normally $149.98. Go to MyPillow.com for these deals. All right, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials, promo code JESSE, all right? MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or call 800-845-0544. Be back to these pet peeve phone calls, 877-377-4373. We are going to hit really quickly the news about January 6th. Not what's happened already. Not about the political prisoners we already have in this country. That alone is bad enough. And it is pathetic in an indictment of the GOP that they're still there. The future of January 6th people. You see, the government the government loves locking up political prisoners. They realize they're not going to be punished in any way for it. So they're going to keep doing it. You want the latest and greatest on that? I'll tell you in a second. Hang on. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.